Blog Talk Radio. And 
as I got older, certain friends fell off, certain ones stayed there. And it's one in particular, y'all. I have a lot of, uh, I have a nice circle of friends. I'm not saying I have a lot of friends, but I have a nice circle of friends. You know, I have quality, maybe not quantity. If all y'all that are Facebook friends with me, first of all, if you're not my Facebook friends, come on now, I still got room for friends. Angela Beard Hardy on Facebook, Angela Beard Hardy. But you can see some nice little pics with my friends. You know, you know, I love my selfies. So there's one in particular that, wow, I, I guess has been almost 25 years now. This right here, this person right here, I, you know, I, I don't even call about her name no more. When I talk to her, it's like, hey, Bestie, you know, hey, what's up? How you doing? How you been? But the beauty about our friendship is we don't have to talk every day to feel like we got to stay connected. I'm sure, ladies, you understand that. You know, so I invited her to be my co-host tonight. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself because, like I said, her name Bestie to me. So I'm going to pull Bestie up and let Bestie introduce herself. And then we're going to invite some special guests. I have a lot of lines uh, lit up. Wow, imagine that. For those six people or so that's on the line, if you're looking to join in on the conversation, please press 1. If you're looking to join in on the conversation, press 1. If you are not and you just want to listen in, then keep doing what you're doing, all right? Happy to have you. Hey, Bestie. Hi, Angie. How are you? I'm good. So nobody else can call you Bestie. So who should they call you? Who you be on the phone with me tonight? My name is Stacy Ferguson, and I'm Angie's Bestie. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, yes. Okay, so just to give you all a little history about Stacy and I, first of all, we both went to the best high school out there in Baltimore, uh, Baltimore City College. And we met, was it ninth grade or so, Stacy? Ninth grade. Mm-hmm. Okay. So since ninth grade, this person right here has been my ride or die. We're going to share some funny stories. Well, I'm going to share some funny stories. Stacey might not want to tell you everything. <laughs> but <laughs> I have some funny stories, you know, what strengthened our friendship. But for the most part, we have just had this connection since ninth grade. So you think about ninth grade, you're about 14 years old. We're about 39, 40, you know, 39 or so now. So it's been some years. So, Stacy, what do you think about the power of sisterhood? I think the power, I think, first of all, sisterhood has enormous power. It's all in what you put into it. There's no relationship on earth that you're going to ever have that's going to be 50-50, that it doesn't work like that way. So you have to find someone who is going to put as much into a relationship as you are. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think that's where you need to start. Find someone that is willing to do as much for you as you are willing to do for them, or at least try. Hmm. So, you know, you say it is, it's 50-50. I would actually say it's 100 is 100, because if you're only giving half in any relationship, that's not enough. And, you know, a lot of times we give half and expect the other person to match our half, and we need to get up off of that. If you're in it, you're in it. Friendships, 
you know, the waves of a friendship. Sometimes, Stacey, you're giving a little bit more than I am. You might be calling me more than I'm calling you. And then other times I'm tracking you down, you know, and I think as best friends, we have to understand one another enough to know, first of all, it's not personal. I'm busy, you're busy, and, hey, I might have missed your call, but I still love you. That's my rule number one. Please don't make me feel guilty because I have a life. And know that I love you so much, you are going to be a part of my life. This might just be a season when I have to focus elsewhere. Would you agree or disagree, Stacey? I totally agree. Yes. And so that's one of the things about our friendship that, you know, I just greatly appreciate because you don't get that everywhere. You don't get the whole, well, you know, we're still friends even though I didn't speak to you today or, you know, or this is going on. And, like, we even, you know, had a conversation where it's a level of respect, appreciation, and love that we have for one another where we may know we can reach out, but on the same token, it's like, well, I'm going to hold off because I know she may be going through something else or she may be a little busy. So, you know, I'm just publicly saying, you've been my ride or die. I got to tell them the story that made me know in the, what, ninth grade? Well, actually, in the 11th grade. I got to tell them the story that made me know in the 11th grade that you were a true keeper. But we're going to keep them waiting on that story. We have a special guest, Stacey. Um, Thank you for being my co-host tonight. We have a special guest. No problem at all. She's on a a small time frame, so we got to make sure we get her in so she can say how she's feeling, but also respect her time. So I'm going to bring her up, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Stacey, I'm going to keep you active with me. We're going to chime in, and we're going to have a good time tonight. Sounds good? Got it. All right. Is this my special guest? Yes, it is. Hey, beautiful. Tell the world who you are. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Monarchy Nance, and I get the great honor and pleasure to join you tonight as the co-founder of Heal the Woman to Heal a Nation, the international sisterhood that seeks to help women do more, be more, and have a better life. And, Angela, I want to say thank you. And, hey, Stacey, um, I know how it is to have sister-friend relationships, and, and being able to be a part of this call is truly important. And I thank you because sisterhood, to me, um, helps to, as women, especially as women of color, um, helps us to breathe humanity because there are so mm. many different things that happens when we lack sisterhood in our lives. Think about it. A lot That's of women what? are depressed. Why? Because there's, mm. we're, we're dealing with everything on our own. There's nobody to come and boot check you. There's nobody to check up on you. So there's nobody, you know, for you to be able to have a conversation with, somebody that you can explain your thoughts and emotions with. So I believe that helps us to remain and understand what the present is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So wow. tell me about I know, right? So she didn't have to be on the show the whole time because she comes in so powerful and strong. You could drop the mic right now if you wanted to. <laughs> Absolutely. So let me, if you don't mind, Stacey and I want to ask you some questions because, you know, you represent a well-established organization that promotes sisterhood. So it's not just something, like for me, it's a topic. It, it, it was something that came in my head. I said, hey, let's, you know, discuss this. Let's, let me bring over my best friend to be on the call with me. All these ideas popped in my head. But this is what you kind of live. This is what you eat and breathe and promote. So let's first, if you don't mind, Monica, let's first define sisterhood. Is sisterhood, or no, let's define sister friends. 
Is that any different than a girlfriend, my sister friend? Is that deeper? So I'll speak for me, <laughs> and, I, mm-hmm. and I can say sister friend. A lot of you may or may not know that Mathana James Brightful, um is not only my co- the co-founder for Heal Women to Heal Nation, but she is my sister friend. And what that means is, is that means that we can fight, roll down the steps, a couple of black eyes, a couple of hugs, a couple of um, people we done cut up and put them in the back of the you know, building together, and we're <laughs> still together. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. one of those relationships that it's, you're like my sister. You, you can't give up on your family. Let's be clear. You cannot separate your family. At the end of the day, your sister is your sister. Your mother is your mother. As much as we love them, like them, don't like them, they're still your family. And so mm-hmm. when you create family ties with other people, they become, you know, your family. And so Mathana is my sister friend. She's my friend because we don't have the same bloodline. But a lot of people, even to this day, we've been together. It sounds, it sounds so crazy. <laughs> we've been together. We've been together um, as friends now. <laughs> 15 years? Whoa, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Am I that old? We've been together <laughs> 15 years. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> right, right. Um, or, you know, when you need a couple people to get you out of burning buildings. That's that's my truth. Mm-hmm. I would call mm-hmm. Madonna to mm-hmm. come get mm-hmm. me out the burning building. That's my sister mm-hmm. friend. And when it happened, this is my quick story, I'm sorry. When it happened, I was in the building on the eighth floor, and the alarm went off. And they said, do not go to the oh, elevator. Oh, wait, she not really watching you from a building? Oh, oh, hello. Wait a minute. This is serious. So I, oh, I, I, okay. I said, oh, wait a minute. Don't, don't go down the elevator. Don't go down the steps. I'm on the eighth floor. And, Angela, you know that I tell the story that I'm terrified of mm-hmm. heights. And so yeah. I, I go out the window. That was not an option. So who am I going to call? I'm not going to call 911. Everybody calling 911. They know the building's on fire. Who do I call? Mm-hmm. Mathina. Mathina. I'm on the eighth floor, and this is the address. Oh, oh this is this is real life conversation, Mathina. <laughs> That's all I said. I'm on the eighth <laughs> floor. This is the address. Come get me. She said, mm-hmm. "What?" I said, "They said don't go down the steps. Don't come down the elevator. Come get me, and you better not let me die." Click. <laughs> that was the whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Three minutes later, Mathana is outside, and she's like, run down the steps. I'm at the bottom. I'm like, I'm not coming down the steps. Come and get me. Mm-hmm. So that is your sister friend, the person that not mm-hmm. only told them with mm-hmm. your insanity, but they're going to show mm-hmm. up in your sanity because the damn building wasn't mm-hmm. on fire. Yep. <laughs> there was no yep. fire. Wait a minute, I need to know, did she go up the eight floors and then brought you back down? What did she do? We had a whole, she was at the bottom, I'm at the top. (laughs) We was coming down the beach. So, but when she got to the bottom, she realized there was no fire. But she was rolling with me. And there was no fire? All of that, and there was no fire. Somebody done tripped the alarm. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. There was no fire. Who in your Ooh. life is going to show up for you when there is or is not a fire? Who's going mm-hmm. to show up in your life that's going to have your mm-hmm. back no matter what? Who's mm-hmm. going to know how to deal with your insanity? Because I went into mm-hmm. a manic, what? I'm afraid of heights. Come mm-hmm. and get me. <laughs> Who is going to roll with wow. you? That is your sister friend. That's, that's not your ride or die. That's your ride forever. If I die here today, I'm guaranteed to know that whatever my after affairs, whatever needs to be taken care of, it's handled. Nothing for me mm-hmm. to think about. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's that. That's deeper than you know, deeper than water, and that's even deeper than blood because we understand each other. We don't mm-hmm. always agree on everything. I don't, you know, um, a couple of years ago we did a conference, Rejuvenating Sisterhood, and we did that conference because me and Madonna didn't talk for six months. Wow. So we, if we knew that something was happening, it didn't matter. I knew what was going on. I knew where she was. You know, everyone has friends in common. I'm like, okay, she's still breathing. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I, at this point, I can honestly say I don't even know why we weren't even talking. I don't even remember because it wasn't that serious. That's, that's deep. Thank you, and I praise you for your transparency. I appreciate your transparency because that's another thing. We have to put ourselves in a position where we are willing to be transparent and vulnerable, you know, uh, mm-hmm. so that others can learn. You know, and I think a lot of times I was going to go into the question, but I've kind of made my own segue. You know, I was going to ask both you and Stacey, why is it that you hear so many females say, oh, I don't deal with other females, or females can't be trusted, or, you know, I don't deal with a lot of females. So this, what is it? What is it that feels like they have to be guarded not to be a person that can deal with other females? That's a question. I think in some cases it's not that – I think when people say they can't deal with other females, I think there's a bigger picture. I Mm -hmm. think just the female and the male, when you hold conversations with them, you see – if we just say the sky is blue when you're talking to a female. You know, us as females, we have to say, yes, it's blue, but it has a little white stripes in it. You know, it's kind of fluffy over this side. So – Women are more comparison people. Men are kind of, mm-hmm. you cool, you you know, you want to hang out, dude, let's go. They're not worried about what you have on. They're not worried about your tennis shoes. They're not worried about how you look. They're not worried about you, anything else. You cool with them? You want to hang out? Let's go. Women, we have sized you up from the head to the toe. We have decided whether we don't like you by the way you talk or the way your left eye looks to the right. We are more comparison, and I think we don't deal with people or we say we don't deal with people because it's actually something in us that we see that will probably make someone really not deal with us. Well, you know what? I think it's a matter of that. I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, I was okay, just saying I, I think people use that as an escape. Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I agree with that. And I also think the guardedness of not um, wanting to get hurt goes back to that not willing to be vulnerable or transparent. You, you know, mm-hmm. everyone wants to be tough Tony and everyone wants to, mm-hmm. to just look like life is just and that there are no hardships, mm-hmm. you know. And, and mm-hmm. it's not always that way. And so when you have that one person, I mean, Basically, you and I just, you know, had a conversation where I was like, girl, I didn't sleep. You know, this last week I think I've gotten about four hours of sleep and maybe a good nap. And, you know, however, you look on Facebook, oh, I'm shining bright. But people don't know I'm mm-hmm. looking in the mirror like, whoo, I, I think I see a bag. I better get a cucumber. I better take a nap. You know, so that sister friend or that bestie or whomever you want to label that person is, that's that person that you can just be yourself with, you can just be transparent and vulnerable. Well, you should be that way with everyone, but to have that bond with someone where I could be like, Stacey, yo, I'm tired. You know, I'm tired. I'm pushing. I'm keeping up with myself, but I'm tired. You know, and I think a lot of times 
people are afraid to let the other side show. But it's such a disservice to just us as females, as us as whether you look at it from a business standpoint, from a humanity standpoint, it's a disservice not to show the full picture, ladies. I think it's disheartening to only show one side of it and as if there was no grind to get there because you're not helping that next person. Would you all agree? I definitely agree. I would definitely agree. Yeah. I also agree. I wanted to, and -hmm. and talking about why some women say they can't be relationships, um, be, you know, have relationships with other women or they don't have, you know, stronger bonds with other women to have sister friend type relationships. I think it comes, um, it taps into pain because you would think that another woman could relate to your pain. Mm. And when they excuse or dismiss your pain, you're like, oh, no, you, you you are just like me, but you don't act like it. And so they show something that hurts you, and so you identify that for other people in your life. Oh, she talked like that? Oh, yeah, so-and-so talked like that, mm-hmm. and that happened with X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z. You associate mm-hmm. that pain with other people and mm-hmm. other experiences to where you're just like, no, I just don't trust none of them. Because mm-hmm. as women, we should be able to identify with the pain. If you are sleeping with Johnny and Johnny is married to Susie, even though you don't know Susie, would you want somebody sleeping with your husband? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Brett, you know I my think. pain. So people always say, why are you not mad at the man? I, I can understand. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I can I can identify and say, yeah, but that sister's still a sister. Mm. She she got kids like the other one or, or anything at a job, you know, why, why why we don't like each other in workplaces. She's doing this and I'm doing that. And then when it's time to get written up, they write me up. But, but sister, I was doing the same thing you was doing. So are we being true mm. to who we are? So I think it's that when we don't identify, I think that comes with a level of transparency. When we don't know to say we don't know or areas in our life where we have opportunities, I learned that. That's the great thing about having sister friends, people that you can had that level of I don't know with. I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best at everything. I'm not. You know, I share over and over again, I'm not the best with keeping money. You know why? Because I like to spend it. My mama has a bad <laughs> habit. She turned a whole closet, <laughs> I'm a whole room into a closet. Bad habits. I'm like, oh, we can get that. Let me find somebody, God, let me find somebody that's going to help me to keep my money before mm-hmm. I'm poor. That ain't my, mm. that's, that's an opportunity for me. But somebody else would be like, oh, you can't tell people that. Why not? Mm. And so, it's so freeing. It's so freeing once you learn to just live in your own, like to to have that transparency, to have that that vulnerability where you can say this is it, where you can say, you know what, I need better, better help find, um, managing my money. You know, it's, yes, it's a man. freeing mm-hmm. feeling. It's a free, and I, I say to people all the time. People say I don't do fake. I don't do fake. That is really being fake. When you cannot just be free to be who you are and mm-hmm. show people that hey, there is another side to this. It, mm-hmm. I think if we were true to ourselves, having sister friends would not be so difficult. Mm-hmm. If, if we mm-hmm. were true right. to ourselves as women. You know, if we were mm-hmm. able to articulate as women how we feel, how we are misunderstood sometimes, how we you may we may question and doubt ourselves when the obvious, Captain Obvious is standing right in front of us and we know, you know, we should go left. But we say, oh, I think I'll go right this time. Just be true. 
you know, just be true to yourself. Like, yeah, I know that's not a good decision, but I'm not ready to give up yet. Or I feel this way. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. can we can have more support from others because we're being real to ourselves. So I think it starts with us. I think it starts, mm-hmm. as always, with the individual. A lot of times you attract what you put out. You know, I hear a lot of people say, you, you, you didn't do this, or, or um, you're not afraid they're going to rip you off this way, or this going to happen. There is mm-hmm. more good than bad out there. And I'm putting out that good. So I'm not, okay, I'm not boo-boo the fool. I'm not going to put myself in situations and say, oh, it's going to be all good people. But at the end of the day, you are more likely to attract what you put out. And so a lot of times, you know, to those females that feel like, hey, I can't really do other females. I don't trust other females. I don't this and that. What are you putting out? Are you being the female that you will want to attract? You know, that makes a big difference, like you said. And, you know, and it's funny um, because, Monica, I usually – was the one to say, but that female don't have love to you. That female's not committed to you. He is. But just hearing what you said does bring a different perspective to it. She should be able to relate, though. You know, so it, it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's, it's, it's a situation where I think we as um, as women, especially black women, we have to grow to that point where we are no longer feeling like we have to be guarded. You be selective. Believe me, everybody ain't my friend. I got a lot of associates, but I don't have I got very few best friends and a few friends, you know. So we have to be to the point, we have to get to the point where you can be selective, but you can still attract the person that you are through another female. And you can respect the, you know, the challenges that we face as a female. So I want to put a plug out really quick, ladies. Um, Give me one second. Um, I think that was Mark here. Give me one second. If you are listening in and you want to join in on this great conversation, please press 1. Otherwise, I'm not going to uh, pick up the call. I see we have a lot of calls on the line, but I want you to press 1 so I can bring you in up on a conversation. Um, Someone was ready to speak, and then I was going to do a commercial after that, and, Monica, we're going to let you close out with something soon. Who was talking to you? Was so that, I, I just, that was me. It was. And okay. I wanted to, to bring up the idea is that and when we're talking about sister friends, at the end of the day, everyone isn't our friend. So, you know, some of us mm-hmm. have sister friends and you have those people, that is, but it doesn't mean that every sister you meet can be, um, can convene with you that way, can, can mm-hmm. be in the intimate space with you that way. So it's, it's, it's to say that everybody needs somebody or your group, your core group of people. I have friends that I understand. I have friends for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. I have some friends that we go on vacation together. That's all we do. Mm-hmm. We talk about where we're going to go and we go on vacation together, and that's it. I have other friends I do music, you know, events with. And that's that's how, you know, that's our relationship. And then I have the people that I call every morning. And, you know, we can pray together. We can cry together. We can do whatever else. I just think that um, we are in a season where it demands for us to be more understanding, to understand um, what each other is going through. Um, donation is important to me because I believe that we all go through the same things in life just at different times, all of us. Mm-hmm. We're all going to go through the same things in life just at different times, heartbreak, love, fighting, confusion, chaos, joy. We're all going to do it mm-hmm. at different times, but everybody is not, you know, everybody's not going to be a BFF. She probably was only to teach you a lesson. That relationship was to teach you a lesson and help you to be a better woman. The next relationship was to help you to grow stronger, to say you're not doing enough. You're better than that. Why are you sleeping on your mm-hmm. own talents? 
Why are you sleeping on your own gifts? And then you move to another relationship to teach you how to love. If I ever, if I know you guys are friends, so, you know, Angela, if I see something crazy, I'm be like, wait a minute, Stacey don't love her. Why mm-hmm. Angela going off all the way to the left? Stacey, what's wrong with Stacey? Because I know huh. as women, sometimes you got to get somebody else to check you. And that's, if that's your friend, your sister friend, and she has your back, what, what's she doing? I, it, was, it was something funny, and I'm, I'm going to let this go. Uh, I was randomly flipping through Instagram, and um, I watched this male model. He's fine. Lord Jesus, yes. I watched the male model page. Okay. So if y'all see me like some random ass and my husband knows. So I'm seeing his page, and he's like, this sister just made me breakfast, right? And so he posts a picture, and it's these eggs that's on this picture, and they're brown, crusted all around the edges. I hope I ain't offending nobody or their mama. But they all brown. Them things were so dried up. You know when the one egg looks like it's a half? I don't know. So I said, mm. oh, her sister friends don't love her. Because you're supposed to get your girl. If we're going to keep our men, hello, we're going to keep them happy. We need to feed them right. If I see my sister ain't doing girl, let me teach you. We need to teach you learn how to cook today. That's love. That's sister mm-hmm. friends. Yes. Stacy, when we come back funny. from this commercial, <laughs> Stacy, when we come back from this commercial, I want you to. Um, Monica has to depart. I actually, Monica, if you can stay on with us after the commercial, and Stacy, if you can maybe just ask her one question before we go, and then Monica, you can close out. I'm sure you have some some good things to tell us about coming up with H W H N. So bear with me, ladies. We'll just do this quick commercial. Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa, located at 519 North Charles Street in the historic area of Mount Vernon, Baltimore. We are your one-stop holistic beauty and pampering center, offering hair, nails, massage, skin care, a hair loss clinic located in a private area, and other beauty enhancement services. Call to schedule an appointment today, 410-483-9355. We are open seven days a week and offer a variety of savings specials. Come in today to try one of our signature packages, such as a one-hour massage, a spa manicure, and pedicure, or 120-minute detox package. Packages start as low as $120. Call 410-483-9355 to book your appointment. Our website is dayspasw.com. We look forward to servicing you at Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. All right, y'all know I had to tell you about all the good stuff happening at Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. In addition to those packages that we uh, just spoke about on the commercial, there's also a package starting as low as $105. There's a Valentine's Day special. There's a job fair coming up on February 28th. There is a um, hair love and loss weekend where I'll be doing free hair and scalp analysis. If you feel like your hair is thinning, you feel like you want to know, hey, it fell out, I want to know if I can ever get it back, I'm actually doing that for free, y'all. Just came back from Mumbai. I want to give away some things on what I learned. Um, And then we also have a natural hair uh, boot camp class coming up. Registration is Moving fast with that, so you got to sign up for the two-day natural hair boot camp class, which is healthy hair with a holistic approach. So, yeah, we got a lot going on at Simple Wellness Show, but nevertheless, we are on the line talking about the power of sisterhood with two beautiful queens, one that I call my bestie and the other one that I just love and respect so much, Monica and Stacey. Um, let's close out because I want to be respectful of Monica's time. 
Stacy, let's close out with you asking just one question of Monica, and Monica, after you answer that question, we can go right into what's on the table for HWHN Healer Woman Healer Nation. Sounds good? Great. Sounds great. Okay, so my question stems from my nine to five, because I have several businesses, but my everyday nine to five is I work at, that is promoted to actually deal with young women, teens, young adults. Um, the majority of our population are women, young ladies. Um, we do have some men and young guys that come in periodically, but the majority of the patients are women. So this is my question. This is what I run into on a regular basis. Women are not in tune with their own voice. So that voice we have in the back of our mind that tell us no, yes, maybe, yes, but people don't listen to that. What would be the what would be your advice to our young girls between the ages of 12 and 16, for them to be more in tune with themselves, how to stand up for themselves, how to talk clearly, how to engage with other women or other girls, so that everyone you meet you should learn something from, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's indifferent. Everyone you encounter, that voice in your mind should be telling you something. What would you tell our young girls? So if you could go back and talk to your younger self, what would you tell your younger self between your ages of 12 and 16? So what I believe is that when you're when you're in that age range, you're, you, you don't even know who you are. You don't know. You know, we, we, we have a feeling we start to – have itches about what we like and what we don't like. We know right from wrong. We have that spirit of discernment, but we're all still growing and just trying to learn how to be a person. And and mm-hmm. to throw extra, you know, you know, salt or you know, uh, flame to the fire. How to be um, a young woman of color? How to be mm-hmm. a young woman with no mother or one with mm-hmm. no father? So mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure between twelve and sixteen. And I, I wouldn't say anything. I would do more. I believe that the millennials mm-hmm. of our time right now are going to be the ones that affect and trickle down cha- change to the 12 mm-hmm. to 16 to 18 year olds. If you see someone who's going to college, you know, maybe college is for you or not for you, but she's starting a business. She's carrying herself as a professional. She's a lady of class. She's not going to allow mm-hmm. someone to degrade her or disrespect her. She's watching what she's saying and what she's doing. You see, um, sister circles. You see, you know, your aunties and your uncles, and we're showing each other. We, we, I post on my, my Snapchat, I post pictures of me and Madonna in a grocery store, having conversation with random women and elders in the store, because it's okay to do that. How uh-huh. many other women are just rolling around in the store and don't say anything? You're confused. We're all uh-huh. growing. See, what history uh-huh. has taught us is that you're an adult at 18 years old. America lied to us. You're not an uh-huh. adult at 18 years old. You're not an uh-huh. adult at 21. I'm not. I'm. I'll be 32 years old in two weeks. I'm still growing. Uh-huh. 
Mm-hmm. There's still things I don't know that I need to seek from elders. That's, come on, y'all, help me out. Why am I going to, you know, mm-hmm. 10 years of suffering when you already did that 10-year bid for me? When it comes to love, money management, we need to lead more by example. We want our girls to, you know, stop randomly. I'm not going to, you know, Angela, you know, we do a, um, a pajama party um, at Hillman Till Nation. I'm going to tell you all the truth. It's sister night. We all, all types of pop, lock, drop, whatever else happens <laughs> at the party. Because mm-hmm. last time I checked, um, when you get grown, you can, mm-hmm. you can have a good mm-hmm. time. Honey, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. pop, lock, drop, whatever mm-hmm. else. And I shouldn't know how to do it. Why? I need, Mathana is from the Caribbean. Hello, somebody. Why I ain't going to get her mm-hmm. You don't do mm-hmm. that for anyone. But a responsible good time. Hold but a, a responsible good time. So right. as you so would do it together, together but if, our girls, if our girls mm-hmm. see us doing it together in this setting mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. in other places, but they're not seeing right. us do it at all, and it's just taboo. That's mm-hmm. the lie. The lie is mm-hmm. it's all taboo. But that's not the truth. The truth is is that there's a place and time for everything. But the women that are doing it, we're just like, uh, they shouldn't be doing that. But let me go ahead and do me and say, instead of showing. Let us show more what we are doing that's positive. Angela, you done just went and just went around the world. I said, wait a minute. There's only one video. There should be more videos. I want to see more of that. Mm. I want to hear you talk about your experiences more. We are lacking confidence in who we are just because I know Monica Nance is great. Does not mm-hmm. mean that everybody else is not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, so you know, for for my time here on this planet, I am asking God for me to help more sisters to believe in their own power, to show them that you can take ten dollars and turn it into a million dollars. Why I know that because I did that. That you mm. can open up your own storefront. You can have your own store in the mall. You can sit down at with a table with millionaires and billionaires. You can be invited to stages. You can do that. So the better I am at being me, I'm hoping that somebody else will show. Put your cards on the table. Don't be afraid of who you are. Because as just as as powerful as I am, anyone that's connected to me can do it. And it's my responsibility as a sister friend to show you how. But I have to be conscious of the fact that I have to be able to be a servant leader. I have to be conscious enough to be, let me show being uh-huh. fiscally responsible to my business and to my family too. So to the 12, you know, 12 to 16-year-old, I see that, but I also see that some of them will look at us like we old grandmothers, but others mm-hmm. are watching. They're mm-hmm. listening and mm-hmm. watching is two different things. Mm-hmm. I agree. You ready for my mm-hmm. praise break now? Or you want me to let you finish? <laughs> of this topic. This is why, you know, when I had the idea of, because Heal a Woman, Heal a Nation has been an instrumental part of my motivation and my support and, you know, self-motivation. And, and a lot of times, y'all don't even know Wednesday mornings I'll be on the call. I may not say anything, but I check in, you know, I'll listen when I can. And though I'm, though I'm busy, as we all are, we are. To take the minute and just check in with Hello Women, Hello Nation, it's like rejuvenating. And so when I thought of this topic, you know, the power of sisterhood, I knew that I needed one of you, one of the representatives, 
you know, to just be a part of this awesome conversation. And like I said from the beginning, I definitely want to respect your time. I so appreciate you making time for us tonight. Um, so the five minutes that we have left, Monica, why don't you tell others about if they're interested in Heal a Woman, Heal a Nation, I'm telling you all this is something great. I love being an ambassador of the organization. I've gotten so much, and I've grown so much. Since I remember really quick, I'm going to give you these last couple of minutes, Monica, but let me say really quick, when I went mm-hmm. to the meeting and it was time to decide whether or not I wanted to invest in being an ambassador, I didn't, I think it was $90 at the time. I don't know what it is now, but I think at that time it was 90 But when I tell you all, I didn't really have it to invest. It was like $90. Oh, you know, and if anybody knows self-employment, woo, child, you know, that $90 at that time was a, it was a little stretch. I was, I was nervous, but it was a great investment. And it was something that, you know, I have not looked back at like, dang, I could have put that. No, even when, I fall off and I disappear. I'll get a little inbox message every now. I see your greatness, and that's all. It, it may be something that simple. I see your greatness, and that's it. You know, and so I, I recommend Heal a Woman, Heal a Nation to anyone that just needs to connect to that feeling, that power of sisterhood, and I'm going to give you the stage for your closing. And uh, before you do that, if you're online and you want to join in, please press 1. I see another call holding. Go ahead, Monica, and wrap it up for us. Thank you so much, um, Angela. Thank you so much, Stacey. This has really been a good time. And the short version of how even Healing Children Nation got started is that my good friend, my sister friend, Mathina, actually was Miss Morgan State University um, 2004. And at that time in my life, you know, being um, newly in college and a sophomore, I said to God, I said, God, I want to do more. And some people, you know, on the line will be able to relate to being in a place where I'm just like, God, I just want to do more. Everything that I am currently, I know I'm supposed to be doing more. I can do something bigger and better. And everything that's not helping me succeed, God, please remove it. And that was that was for me. And randomly, I, it wasn't randomly, it was divine order. I met Mathana, and she was doing something I never did before. You know, she was running to be a campus queen. I was like, okay, I'm down. I just showed up to serve. I just showed up to be a part because, you know, when you ask God for something, you got to walk into doors and do things you've never done before. So I said, let me do this. I've never done this before. And so I just wanted to help her out um, with her campaign, and Madonna won. And and me being a part of that, we have memories of, you know, breaking in the door. I'm sorry, Morgan. You know, I, I'm gone now. But, you know, we have those <laughs> memories and things that we can say we've done together. Um, it was great for me because I'm the oldest. See, my name is Monokia Tierra. It means first princess who wears a crown. I'm the first mm. child, grandchild, and great-grandchild. I have met all of oh, my right mothers now. going back five generations. So mm. I can trace my family history back for 200 years. And knowing that and, and every time being thankful for that, I can see now that I needed somebody else to be my sister because I was so busy being a sister to everybody else. Who was a the sister, sister for me? Mm-hmm. And so that's how Creative Hill Women to Hill Nation was birthed. Madonna needed to do a project, and we said we want to help pamper the women in our community because we're always giving of ourselves. See, Madonna's the oldest sister, too. She's the oldest of six. Mm-hmm. So in each other, we were each other's sister. We, You know, we had our little sister, mm-hmm. so they didn't understand. And so Hill Women to Hill Nation was birthed. Mm-hmm. Madonna's biological sister, Dr. Maria James, you know, all we all got together. And so I'm saying to any woman that feels like she is alone, 
that whatever she's going through, whether it's, it's mental, spiritual, physically, or emotional, Heal a Woman to Heal Nation is the ultimate sisterhood. This is where you want to come and sign up for your success. And I think success because when we feel better, we do better. When we look good, we make more money. When we are in our strong relationships, ladies, your sex appeal was on 10000 I swear, I got married, and then my stock went up. So I'm telling you, it's good to have support and have somebody to say to you, girl, I've been there. Me too. Mm-hmm. I spent my last dollar on some shoes. Girl, me too. I just need to buy something. <laughs> it's a bad habit. <laughs> Right? And so I, I got my $90 oh, to sign up now, please, ma'am. Thank you. So I invite you, you know, to visit us at hwhn.org. Um, you can find us online. We're all over Facebook, Heal a Woman to Heal a Nation. You can find me at Monokia, M-O-N-O-K-I-A. I'm on everything, Monokia, M-O-N-O-K-I-A. I appreciate you, Angela, for being an ambassador to say not only do I heal, I'm going to help to heal 1 million women around the world. That's our goal. If we get 1 million women around the world to say, I heal first, the woman that looks back in the mirror at me, thus creating a ripple of change effect around the world, we're going to clean up our communities ourselves. When's the last time you saw a neighborhood mother stand up to the children in the neighborhood? Me, all the time. That's you. You're one of but the rare few, though, honey. No, not you. Look at the neighborhood mothers. Look mm-hmm. around. It's not mm-hmm. how it used to be. It's not. It's not. In the schools, the kids are running the schools. Why? Because some of our teachers don't have that motherly, sisterly spirit to say, sister girl, let's tell me what happened with your child. We're losing mm-hmm. that. And so that's mm-hmm. a part of my goal. I hope you ladies will join us. We're having the, the 13th Annual Hilton Hill Nation Conference. It's April 15th, 16th, and 17th at the Pikesville Hilton. It's three days of, you know, elevating your business, of elevating your life. You know, we always have some amazing sponsors. We always bring the best speakers and teachers to teach you about growing in your business, to teach you about expanding your movement. That's happening April 15th, 16th, and 17th. But before then, we're having a meet and greet um, this March, um, next month. So you can come out and meet some of the amazing ambassadors. You know, we're in 25 different countries around the world. And every time I think about it, I say, wow, God, all of this because I signed up to serve. All of this Mm -hmm. because I just signed up to say and committed to a purpose. And so I think sometimes we try to get committed to the money, but the purpose and mission is missing. So, Mm -hmm. you know, in, in any company, when you're an entrepreneur, they say, what is your why? And they tell you to say, you know, to dig deep into your why because understanding your why means that no matter what, it's going to happen. The vision mm-hmm. may change, but the mm-hmm. sign never does. So I love you, ladies. Please sign me on social media. Um, thank, thank you so you. much, Angela. Thank you so much, Stacey. No problem at all. It was thank so you, nice Monica. to meet you. Monica, Bye-bye. we have to talk offline. I got to get the details about the conference, okay? Absolutely. Unlimited16.com. You guys can find all the conference stuff there, too. All right. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your night. You too. I'm off the train. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Woo, Stacy. What do you think about that, Bestie? That was awesome. That was was more than I even expected. That was way more than I expected. Yes. That sister there, she is powerful. Did you hear age 32? Like, I know, okay. Yeah. I was nowhere near there at 32. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just, I give thanks for her. You know, I, I give thanks for her publicly, privately, and just, she's a powerful sister, and she's uh, mm-hmm. she's true to what she says, you know. So 
I've, again, when we listen, when she listens to this again, when she plays the pay, uh, playback, Monica, we thank you mm-hmm. for that. That was great. Yes, we so, did. So, Tracy, we yes. have some more people on the line. Are you ready to pick up some more callers? I'm ready. All righty. It's a number one here. I recognize they didn't press one yet, but I know, I've know i known this number for years, for years. I'm waiting for them to press Is one. Is it the I same number that has not changed in 30 years? There you go. It's that number. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why they're playing. You better press one. Okay. All right. So, Stacey, don't get me start acting silly. You know how we do. All right. I know. I'm so sorry. let's see. I have. I'm going to pick the caller that's been on the longest. That seems like that'll be easier and better. Let's see what we got going on here. All right, I'm picking up caller ending in one seven, one seven. Area code four four three ending in one seven. Caller, thank you for holding for this awesome conversation. Who am I speaking with? This is Chanel Jones, one of the founders of Curves Rock Fashion Weekend. Well, hi, Miss Jones. How are you? I'm doing well, and yourself? Wonderful. Well, thank you for calling in. I was expecting you all to be on a little earlier, but nevertheless, you're on now. I have a question for you, Miss Chanel. Um, yes. Do you think we need friendships separate than our mates or spouses? Yes, absolutely. Um, you have to have, a, well, I would say a separate life, but I don't want anybody to get confused about that. But you definitely need your own friends and your own um, people that you have in, as your circle, in your circle of trust. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. And they can give you an unbiased and, un, like, they don't have, it doesn't have to be so heavy. And, and you can, you know, you need somebody to go to. That's not so involved with your partner. Well, Well, the reason why I asked that question is, Stacey, I don't even know if you remember this one time. I was doing what I do, crawling your shoulder, and I was like, you know, I don't think he understands, and I can't say this. And when I try to talk to him like I'm talking to you, he just don't get it. And I was going on this rampage about how it doesn't make any sense how I can say this to you and I can say the same thing to him and he doesn't. And you politely waited and calmly said, well, Angie, if he was going to be your best friend, then you wouldn't need me. I'm not sleeping with you, so I can understand from a different level. And when I tell you that thing sucked with me for years later, Stacey, because it was just like, Ding, 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 ding. He's not going to understand on the same mm-hmm. level. Though we may have that relationship, that communication, sometimes you need mm-hmm. those sister friends to just put it in a different perspective who may look at it from a different mm-hmm. perspective and who can actually be honest and say, you know what, girlfriend, you are wrong. I don't know how many right. times I've gotten that message from Stacey. For real, get yourself together. <laughs> you know, and it would be something as simple, and I used to always say to her, I call you when I know I can handle you. You know, I've grown to the point now where (laughs) whether I can handle it or not, if I need you, I need you. But earlier on, I would call Stacy when I knew I could handle Stacy because Stacy was that friend. She was going to let you cry, but she was going to tell you, then you need to stop those tears because really you're tripping. You were wrong. What did you expect? And, you know, and and sometimes we don't want that. We want somebody to stroke us, and, and she wasn't going to stroke 
but that's how I knew she was a true friend, you know. So right. mm-hmm. I just wanted to know what other people thought because I knew what me and my bestie thought about that. You know, there are certain things that we can say or certain approaches that, you know, and perspectives that we can share with one another that we may not necessarily get from our spouse or our mate. And it's not because they are such a bad person that they're poor in communication, that we have problems and need to go counseling for this and that. It's just that that's not the role that they need to play. You know, so I thank right. you for your input on that. Did you want to plug um, your organization before we go on to the next caller? Absolutely. Um, Curves Our Fashion Weekend is coming up in July, July 28th through the 31st. At first I want to say I just finished listening to Monica, and I think that she is awesome and amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And that was a powerful message. Anyway, and I will be in the Nation. Yes, we all will be there. But Curves Our Fashion Weekend is July 28th through the 31st. It's a powerful weekend for women that are of all sizes, actually. And we come together, we do fashion, we do mixers, we do panels, we do workshops. And it's all about empowerment and networking and meeting women from all over. Uh, we come together, we do these things together, and we like to say that Curves Rock is an experience. Um, a lot of times you go to an event and you just attend, but when you come to Curves Rock, you're going to experience something. I can almost guarantee it. That sounds great. I want everybody to come out and go to our website, www.curvesrockweekend.com. You can find us on Instagram at Curves Rock Weekend. And Facebook, Curves Rock Fashion Weekend, and Twitter at Curves Rock Week. I apologize. Are you saying encourage? Mm. What? What is that? Can you repeat? Repeat the site. It's not clear what you're saying. Curves Rock. C U R. Spell it out, please. Oh. C U R V E S. Curves. Rock. Got it. Okay. R O C K Weekend. Dot com. Got it. I'm Thank sorry, and I'm so sorry much. for the um. I'm sorry for the late chime in. I know my sister's on here somewhere as well. Um, okay. I was just coming from piano lessons with my son, so. Awesome. My daughter's playing violin and I'm playing a guitar. I know the value of a good lesson. Um, However, we do have to take the next call. Maybe we can schedule up another time where you can be a special guest again and we can spend a whole hour or so together like we planned. But I thank you so much for calling in. And if your sister's on there, we'll be sure to pick her up too. She's already pressed one, okay? All righty. Thank you. Nice meeting you. Curves rock. Okay, I'm going to put you on mute, so I'm not going to drop your call. So who knows, maybe we'll be able to pick you back up, okay? All right, Stacy. Yes, ma'am. there? Okay, I wanted to make sure I'm I didn't here. drop your call. All right, so let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. What do you like about me, Bestie? Why, why have we been friends for so long? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what you like about me. I want to know. First of all, first and foremost, I love the fact that you are open, you are honest, and when you don't get something or it it's not clear to you, you have no problem saying, yeah, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I'm not getting it. <laughs> I love that you are genuine. I love that you, when you do stuff, it's from your heart and not because, well, I'm going to do it, but 
what am I going to get out of it? Or, well, I'm only going to do it because I know if Angela is doing something, I know she's thought about it, and I know she's thought about it thoroughly. I know she's done some research about it, and I know she's going to give it 10,000%. Oh, I For love that, you too. I am great. <laughs> because it's so, it's so hard in this world to find genuine people, which is the topic of our conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> some people, you know, mm-hmm. they... They talk to you for different reasons. They befriend you for different reasons. They are in your circle for different reasons. But only a true friend don't have a reason. I don't need a reason. I love you just Mm -hmm. because. Nothing I'm going to get out of it. Nothing I'm going to get in return. Just because. Mm. So in that, I appreciate your friendship. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Let me just share. We got some callers on hold, and you guys have been holding for a long time, and I thank you for that. Please hang in there with us. This is a hot topic, a great conversation. Um, So for those callers that are still on hold, don't hang up yet. We're going to bring you in. But I want to share, you know, I have so many Stacy stories, like so many Bestie stories. You know, people currently, they know, um, I would say my current circle of friends or my current circle of associates or people who know me, they are well aware of Stacy as the person who blessed me with the green machine. So let me let me say this, okay? <laughs> because I, I'm starting with the most recent blessing, and I can just keep going back and going back. So I'm going to take you all to 11th grade. Before we hang up, y'all are going to know the horrific, horrific, <laughs> horrific experience I had in my junior year, which I probably thought I would never part my lips to even speak about once I got past this and healed. But that's just, you know, that's how we do. We share our stories. We share our history. And, you know, mm-hmm. we, help that it help, we hope that it helps someone along the way. So I'm going to get Absolutely. to that story. I'm going to save that one. But my most recent Stacy story, because what, everything she said about me is probably double the same for her. You know, again, y'all know me. Y'all heard my story as far as I was married. Now I'm divorced. Um, been divorced for over three years, if not going on four at this point. Wow, time flies, Stacey. Okay, so that's been four. You know, so I've been divorced for a minute. However, at that time, I was sharing a vehicle. You know, at the time of just saying no more, when I just threw my hands up and just said, I can't, Lord, I surrender. It's a difference between giving up and letting go, and I am done holding on to this that does not want to be held. Um. I was sharing a vehicle, and I was living out Greektown. Now, Greektown, if anybody knows, is far out Eastern Avenue. There's some few buses that goes out that way, but the bottom line is you really should have transportation to get around because you got to hop on 95 for a lot of stuff. So not knowing which way I was going to go, not really understanding where God was taking me, just knowing that he was taking me somewhere, um, I was kind of talking to Stacy at the time, you know, they, her and her husband. Thank you, Uncle BB. You too. Great shout out. Okay. Her and her <laughs> husband um, selling cars, and I said to her, not thinking, you know, anything about it, you know what? 
tell Uncle BB, because that's what we call him, tell Uncle BB I'm going to get a vehicle from him when I'm ready. I can't really do it right now. i got to get some things in place. But when I'm ready, I'm going to come to him. Let me tell you all, between Stacy and Uncle BB, <laughs> the conversation and I hung up, <laughs> they called me back. You know, Stacy being my girlfriend, she was the representative, but, you know, they're married. So, hey, I give thanks to both of them. Back and she said, Uncle BB said that he has a vehicle, the one he's driving now, that you can have. He'll only charge, and y'all know I'm going to tell it all, he'll only charge $1,800 for it. You can pay him in payments of like 500 or so, you know, or whatever you have, and then insure it. Long pause, deep breath. Had to remember this. My best friend. She ain't gonna set me up. I'm saying this chick is this chick trying to take, take me for a ride. Like I don't understand it. Eighteen hundred dollars for a truck that you know pretty much pay as you can is what I got. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then, Stacey, I don't know if you remember. I said, "What's wrong with it?" <laughs> <laughs> like even the gift and the blessing to this day, that truck is the green machine, sure. and that truck you is the blessing. blessing. Yeah, even in the blessing, in the prayers, and the Lord show me the way. If I'm supposed to do this, give me the transportation to do this and do that. Right there on my doorstep, I said, "What's wrong?" I questioned and doubted my best friend. What's wrong with it? She was, She continues on to say nothing. So then she told me the miles. I said, well, that's what's wrong with it, too. It's high miles. She said, well, no, it has a new engine and a new transmission or something big and major. Mm-hmm. What? If y'all ever see me riding around in the green machine as if it is the <laughs> biggest, baddest truck out there, I mean, I want y'all to know, in my heart it is because it's so much deeper than just a vehicle. It's so much deeper than transportation. To this day, there is still only one other person that has ever, has ever had the green machine. <laughs> and that's probably because of the relationship that I have with that person now. You know, mm-hmm. I, I entrust her with so much of my my life, period. Um, but other than that, the green machine is personal. And, you know, it is a... Uh, it is a possession. I do respect it for what it is. I realize that one day I might have to say, okay, green machine, but until then I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off and I'm going to consider it a blessing that nobody but a best friend would have given me. And I publicly say thank you and thank you, Uncle BB. You know, you are so it, welcome, that, darling. That showed a level of support and friendship that I don't think people will ever be able to, to understand. Like, y'all didn't know where I was. Y'all didn't understand where I was. But to say, here, take this, a car. She passed it like it was a cookie. Okay, let me stop rambling. <laughs> All right. <laughs> With that being said, That's again, what I apologize. Are for. That's what true yes, friends Lord. are for. So if yes, you are out there. I apologize for going on a rampage. <laughs> That's okay. If you are out there in radio land and you are listening to us, evaluate your friendships. If you Mm. are friends or what you call friends with another female or females, if this person would not at your lowest point do anything and everything they can to help you out, they are not your friends. Mm, mm, That's what a friend is for. 
Not when everything is all good. Not when you see me on Facebook, Facebook, and I'm living La Vida Loca. Mm. When it's when when Facebook is off, when my husband is fussing, when the kids are going left, when my mother is going south, when I'm going east, when that friend calls you and say, "Hey, I saw your post on Facebook, or you sent me a text the other day, something wasn't right." What's going on? Mm-hmm. Those are your friends because they know you like you know yourself and they know when something isn't wrong. And they are there to help, not to tell you, girl, forget your husband. You need to leave him. No friend will ever tell you to leave your husband unless he's beating mm-hmm. on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And unless I mean, he's doing be- something that is not in your better interest. Will any of your friends say, girl, you need to leave him? Why? So I can be single with you and do what? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Stacey, we got to bring in the call. See, there you go. Okay, I'm sorry. Next caller, please. Next caller. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I want to bring in this caller right here. Just She's been holding for, ooh, 55 minutes. I'm so sorry, call your area call starts with four one two and your number ends with two nine and I know who this is. Hello. Hello. I'm sorry, Carla. Hello. Good evening. Hi, good Hi, Angela. Hi, Angela. It's Derica. And I'm calling from Simple Wellness right now. Erica. Yes. <laughs> well, Zerka, what made you call in tonight? I know you always yeah. support me. Zerka is also one of my dear friends. I, I'm not even going to get on the rampage about that one. However, I know you are very supportive in, in all of my endeavors. But what made you call in tonight? I just think it's an important topic. I mean, one, I don't get many chances to hear you and Stacey interact, but I do know the depth of your friendship as you talk about her a lot, and, you know, you've been a great mentor. And, Frank, you started off as my boss, and then we just developed, you know, more of a friendship as, you know, we go on. Um, I think that I just have to say that the example you have shown me and taught me has truly touched me. I think I've told you quite a few times, but I want the world to know that, you know, the friendship that you give out means the world to me. The sisterhood you have taught me, whether it's in business or personal life and love and pain and joy, you know, it's really wonderful. And I I hope that anyone who has the chance to meet someone who can give that to them takes it and nourishes it and gives it back wholeheartedly. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, it's what I said before, Zara, you really, truly get what you get. And so I, I feel the same about you, Boo. Um, I, you know, I have a question. Because often, you said I talk about Stacey a lot, which I do. She only realize I can go and not talk to her for a month or two months, but I probably said her name like 20 million times before we see her again. One of the things that I shared with you is, Stacy's way of giving me tough love. Like, I mm-hmm. know I'm going to get the truth from her. I know it may not be the medicine I want to swallow, but it's the medicine that's going to heal me. Right. With that being said, how do you feel about not being able to tell someone 
the truth. Like, how do you, do you are you able to call that person a friend? Like, what are your requirements for friendship? Are you still able to say, you know what, she's my friend, but I know I can't tell her this about such and such and such and such. Is that person still on the level of being a true friend or a sister friend to you? No. Because if I can't tell you because you think that it's too hard to hear, how can I trust that you would do the same for me? How can I trust that you have my best interest at heart? You know, it's one thing to say, girl, I always got you. I always got you. I'm going to tell you the truth. But if you can't take it, then you can't give it because you don't know what it feels like. You Mm. know, there's a difference between being a good friend and being bossy. Anybody bossy can tell you anything. But when a friend is giving you something good and deep from their heart, you feel it. And you know that they mean what they say. So, no, it's not a friendship if you can't give. And I think from another perspective is if you, if something I had to learn, not just with female friends, but with male friends, if your friendship is where it needs to be and it's one of those friendships that's supposed to last, because you got different types of relationships, as we said before. You got the, uh, lifetime relationships where one of us going to die before this is over, you know. You got the purposeful relationship where you served a purpose in my life. You came for a reason or a season. And then you have some other things in between that people don't quite know how to let go of. If that relationship is meant to be one of the long-lasting ones, you have to trust that it is strong enough to withstand the the hurt or the, the conversations or the challenges. You also have to assume, and I know a lot of people say don't assume, I know what the breakdown of it is, but in this case, you have to assume that whatever this person says, do, or does is out of love. So mm-hmm. though I make jokes about, I call Stacey and she's like, girl, what are you crying for? Get yourself together. What do you expect? Yeah, I make jokes about that, but at the end of the day, I know it was said out of love. So that's what allows me to say, golly, all right, I guess I will. That's what allowed me to say, I ain't never talking to her again about anything. Exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, it's out of love. And I think that's one of the big, big, big misconceptions that we have as females is that, we have to walk on eggshells for each other. If you're walking mm-hmm. on eggshells for me, mm-hmm. you don't need to be on my circle because where I'm going, you know, and this is just me being Angie, the greatness that is in store for me, and I think it's in store for every individual, but the greatness that is in store for me will take me to levels where I will have enough people to say what I want to hear. I will have enough people mm-hmm. to praise what mm-hmm. actions I do. I need those people that's going to keep me grounded to say, all right, wait a minute now, you're getting ahead of yourself. I know you think you're right. fine, but let me remind you. You know, let me, mm-hmm. come on now. Come on now. Yes. You know, there's been and times that I Go ahead, I'm sorry. Go ahead, ladies, because you know, I keep talking about this one. Go ahead. <laughs> the other thing is that I think in all relationships, whether they are friend relationships, whether they are girlfriend or boyfriend relationships, whatever relationship you're in, I think if you're in a relationship, it should be natural. You mm-hmm. should be okay with being yourself, whether you're crazy, whether you're weirdo, whether you're psycho, whether you're nerd, whatever you are. Be that because the people that are going to love you and going to tie you are going to be okay with you being who you are. And in that, you'll find strength to keep doing it. Mm. Exactly. 
Yep. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in, Zerka. Go ahead and give us an uh, idea of what service you offer. Well, I'm here now, but I am the cosmetologist and manager of Super Wellness Hair and Day Spa, where we have many services. And we specialize in natural hair, and I do all hair types, even chemical hair. I don't do um, relaxers, but I do do all types of other chemicals. And I do cutting and, you know, just whatever you need, transitioning, as well as we have charity and event planning that I do assist with and so many other services. And if you want to reach me, uh, you can call me at 412-251-2129. Again, that's 412-251-2129. Thank you so much. And let me just uh, translate that and simplify it. We do not put the chemicals in. However, we do not turn the chemicals away. All right? <laughs> so if you have a relaxer, yeah. don't think that you can't come to Simple Wellness. We got you. And probably by the time you hang out with us, uh, you might be transitioning. Who knows? Anywho, <laughs> thank you for calling in, Zerica. I greatly appreciate it. I'm going to put you back on. Thank you, Zerica. You're welcome, girl. It was All right. Good talking to you. Bye. Okay, so there is a caller I'm picking up now. Area code starts at 443. Last two digits is 80. Caller, I thank you so much for your patience. This has been a great conversation. I can't wait to find out what you have to say. Who is this? Hey, it's Tony. How you doing, lady? Good oh, evening, Paula. Shook it, shook it, <laughs> crack, crack. I had no idea. Now, this is another dear sister friend. Okay, this is just a love that's going on right about now. Let me tell you all about this person. But y'all didn't hear, and it's crazy because the cell phone world has allowed me to not know my numbers, like to not know my important yeah. friend's numbers. I, you know, I know certain numbers because I've been looking at them for over 20 years, and I ain't pressed one yet, Stacey. But anyway, I've been looking at them for over 20 years. But honestly, Ms. I didn't Pollard, I think she's you. referring to you. You get us in trouble. I'm still scared of you, Pollard. Don't play. <laughs> All right, moving on. Okay, so let me tell y'all. This is Tawny on the phone. I didn't recognize her number because I suck. And my cell phone number has to be remembering, not remembering all the numbers. Okay. <laughs> However. Hi, Tony. Miss you, girlie. Hey, Stacey. <laughs> how you doing, lady? <laughs> good, you. Let me tell y'all, Tony is a different level of sister friend. Like, Stacey is my best friend. That's bestie. I didn't even get to the story that was a defining moment of our friendship in 11th grade yet. Lord have mercy. However, Tony is that sister friend. And the reason why I said it like that, because me and this chick here have fought like sisters so many times where I just <laughs> knew I was done. I'm done. I'm done. And we would come back and be stronger than ever. On top of that, she moves out of the state, 12-hour drive away from me. Life gets busy. And we can still pick up the phone and talk. I can still, like, if I literally just need a shoulder to cry on and I ain't ready for Stacey's tough love, <laughs> I got my Tawny. I got my Tawny. This, you know, this chick here, I love you dearly. I'm so happy. I'm so happy you called in, Tawny. You know, even before I give you the mic, I just want to share one of the, the 
besides all the disagreements that we just bounced back from, and it's not major disagreements. It's just a difference in perspective that we had to grow to understand each other's ways and personality. But one of the things that I, you know, that stands out in my mind, I talked about the green machine that, you know, Stacey and her husband blessed me with. I think about that same time. Y'all, this was a hard time for me. Y'all don't understand I was not the owner of Simple Wellness here in baseball when we moved to 519 North Charles Street. I was the co-owner. And so when we had the open house party, when we had the, you know, the activity, the celebration, nobody knew that I was sleeping on a couch living and separated from my husband who was there supposedly as the co-owner. So nobody knew that this party and this celebration was it was a celebration of that activity, but I was dying inside because I was going through a separation while going through a celebration of advancement. I was going through a situation where I didn't know how I was going to work with this person that I can't even stand to look at. I was going through the challenge of nobody really knowing that we separated because how can y'all be separated when y'all moving into this big building together and having a spot? It was crazy. So my true friends knew. Like, I didn't keep the secret. I didn't feel like I need to. Nevertheless, I would never disrespect, you know, my child, my daughter's dad, and so I didn't kind of run my mouth about it. Tawny was, I don't remember, she wasn't feeling well, you had surgery, something was going on where she could barely stand. I had stand. surgery and I had the flu. She had surgery. Surgery <laughs> and the flu, y'all. She could barely stand, but when I tell you the food is so good, I, I, I couldn't help but to allow her to cook all the food, even though <laughs> she was in so much pain. She was in so much pain. She had surgery. She had the flu. She couldn't barely stand. She was recovering from one and something else knocked her down. And she still managed to cater this event. I didn't have money for a cater, but I knew I could not go into this new building without celebrating. Her and my other sister friend didn't call in today, but they, love you, Tosh, they pretty much catered. No, they catered everything. Not only did they cook the food, they served the food. Wait a minute. They set up and they served the food. So, Tawny, I thank you so much, baby. I will never. It's so many stories I can share, but, you know, that's one that just at the top of my dome that I can just never Thank you enough. I thank you, thank you, thank you for that. It was an yes. awesome event, wall to wall, right? But it I was, wouldn't it have got through it without you. You know what? You are so welcome, and uh, you know I would do it again and again and again. Um, yeah, you're right. We we have had our ups and downs, our fights. I've waited for you. We've broken up <laughs> like we were in a relationship. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> We, yes, we were we talking. Was to me. I was like, I'm gonna wait here for you because I know you mm-hmm. will be my friend. You know, because mm-hmm. I love you that much. So you know, I think it's so important. I mean, I think I've learned the importance of having sister friends and having relationships outside of our familial um, relationships, our love relationships. I think it's so important because it brings a different depth and a different type of experience to our lives. It brings so much more um, greatness you know, and, and and perspective to our lives. And I swear to you that I, Angela, Angie, has been <laughs> such a 
great influence on me. And I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest of, um, like, <laughs> you know, I think, uh, <laughs> how old are you? you? You don't have to go there. I'll be 41. No, I'm fine. So. I'm 39, and I'm happy about that. I just turned 39 Friday. <laughs> well, happy birthday, lady. <laughs> Thank you. You're so welcome. But, I mean, I, 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 I'll be 41 in March, and I can tell you that the friendships and the relationships that I've had within the last 10 to 15 years have been a blessing to me. Um, I, I don't think I would have made it without the true friendships, the absolutely true sister friendships that I have developed in my life. And, I, and um, I'm going to be honest with you, since I've been in, here in Georgia, I've developed a couple more, and I am honored to be around such awesome black women. And I think that is mm-hmm. such a large statement. You know, we don't, you know, we, we have such a display such a negative display of our women, mm-hmm. of our young women mm-hmm. today, and to to be able to say, no, I I, I got this chick. This is my this is my ride or die chick. You know, she got my mm-hmm. back. You know, she she will always have my back, no matter mm-hmm. what stupid stuff I do, no matter what comes out my mouth. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we, you know, she'll always have my back. And I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know I was talking to someone the other day in reference to friendship. I was second talk to a guy friend of mine, and he. He was upset with me because he did something real stupid with a chick. And I told him, you know, I gave him the what for. And he was like, well, I didn't ask for that. I don't, I don't want to hear that from you. I wanted you to tell me that she was wrong. And I said, let me tell you something. <laughs> if what That'll you want from me, if you, yeah, mm-hmm. if you, I said, you called me and told me what stupid mess you did. And I said, and apparently you, and you opened the, the, the floor for dialogue. I said, if what you want me to do is tell you, you know, that you was right and not give you, you know, my love and perspective. I said, then we don't need to be friends. And I said to him, I said, I don't have people in my circle of friends that will tell me that I'm right when they know I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And that is, and I said, and if they do, I don't want them around me. I said, and none of the women that I have in around me, which are very few, I have, you know, I have a handful, will sit up there and tell me that I'm stepping on solid ground and it's as shaky as as shaky as can be. Mm-hmm. I said, so you mm-hmm. you don't want to be my friend because I don't have friends like that. So I said mm-hmm. all that to say that. And that was actually a conversation I had two nights ago. I said all that to say is that, you know, Angela being one of them, Natasha being another one, they are awesome friends. And I think that women, especially African-American women, we, you know, we struggle with the foundation within our families and everything. We definitely strong black women, sister friends, to support us, to be our cheerleaders, to be – you know, to be, you know, the shoulder to cry mm-hmm. on. I Shoot, I came mm-hmm. to see Angie last year, and I swear to God, this girl, I, I saw, and we, she just bawled. She bust out crying. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> I walked into Simple Wellness Day Spa Law, and, I mean, she, the, the first thing she did was bust out crying. I mean, and, and it was And I would not so let touching. go. She was trying to say how I would not let go. I just <laughs> held her and cried. It was one of those It was one of those times where you'd just be running and trying and giving your all and giving your all, and you have no choice but to stand strong, right? So when mm-hmm. Connie walked in the door, it was like, oh, I can be weak for a moment. And I guess subconsciously every Weakness mm-hmm. cell in my body came towards mm-hmm. her head, and I just literally <laughs> melted in her arms. And she was like, "Is she?" She looked at Zaka. Is she okay? Zaka said, "Yeah, she's just having a day." No, it wasn't. I was having a day. It was somebody there that I could just let everything mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. and just say, "Yo, I was so tired." You know, it was. It was. <laughs> 
it was uncontrollable. It was ridiculous. <laughs> it's just like when you it hold was. in for so long, and then the first time someone say, "Hey, are you okay?" or "What's wrong?" What's wrong is the the deal breaker. What's wrong? Everything goes. I'm crying. I got snot coming out my nose. Now they're looking at me like, well, wait a minute. You was just fine. I just asked you. <laughs> Sometimes that's what you need your girlfriends to be. Sometimes I need you to be a therapist. Sometimes I need you to be a doctor. Sometimes I'll mm-hmm. call you and say, hey, something going on down there. What you think? They're not a doctor. They don't know. But that's my girlfriend, and that's what I need you to be right now. So go with it. Right. And then, all all I could do was just hold on. <laughs> yeah. All I could do was just hold no. on. I mean, and I'm the sensitive one. I probably think I'm the most sensitive out, you know, out of, you know, uh, between You're me and You're toughened up, girl. You have toughened up over the years. So. I have toughened up, but, I, you know, I, I hold it in. But all I could do is hold her and just say, you know what, well, I guess, yep. you know, we just going to be okay. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. You were that you were God's way of giving her what she needed for that day. So all you had to you didn't have to open your mouth. All you had to do was stand there and let her get it out. That's what friends are for. And ladies, yeah. please know right I, like I made the I made the comment that sometimes when I'm not ready for what Stacey's gonna give me, I'll call time. The truth is coming from both of y'all. Please know. It's just how it's delivered and that's another thing that we have to we have to learn Again, who we are. So I know sometimes I need Stacey to say, you know what, be Angie, because that's my nickname, be Angie, get yourself together. And it will be that blunt, that dry, and that short. And it might be what I need <laughs> in that moment. However, I know also I can call Tawny and tell her the same story. And she says, well, honey, and she start off with the well, honey, mm-hmm. I know I understand. I hear you. I get it. You're disappointed, blah, 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 blah. But sometimes, and this should tell me, get myself together. You know, so it's like mm-hmm. I get the same message, just in a different delivery. Yep. And, again, that's a whole part of knowing yourself. That's a whole part of allowing mm-hmm. yourself to have that bond with someone, to be that sister friend. You know, I, I just want to publicly say a few things, Tony. You have... One, thank you for not giving up on me or us, you know, because so many times, like I said, I was that chick. I was that girl who had to learn the value of my friends because I didn't have a lot of girlfriends. I stayed guarded all the time. So I might have fought for that man, that relationship. I might have fought day in and day out to try to make it better than instead. And I said before, letting it go when I needed to. But I was easily, I had the gift of goodbye when it came to females. For some reason, I could easily do with them or do without them. And I would easily say, ta-ta, it ain't working out, peace. Tawny would not let me go. And sometimes we have to fight for the ones we love until the ones we love, you know, realize, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're right, and I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't just walk away. There is a conversation to be had here, and I thought it was a matter of strength, but it was really a matter of weakness that I had to grow to understand. I was weak and did not want to get hurt by another female. Getting hurt by a man, all that comes with life. I was taught that I understood that you'd have relationships, you make up, you break up. But allowing another female to get me in a position where I felt hurt, disappointed, or vulnerable, oh, no, she won't get the Angie B like that. You know, so for me, what I thought was strength, it was really weakness. So, one, I thank you for that, for not giving up on me. And, two, you might not have known, but before you and Tasha, because we're a trio, y'all, 
before <laughs> you and Tasha, which I would say we met back in about 99, 2000. So, wow, it's been about 17 years now. Before mm-hmm. you all, I didn't know how to just relax with my friends. Like if we weren't planning to do something, if we weren't going out, if we weren't planning to go to the club that night or going out to eat or whatever, I wasn't really around them. Her and Tasha Stacy will give me a call and be like, girl, come on over watch Lifetime. I'm on my favorite chair because Tasha had this favorite chair, this banana yellow <laughs> chair that she didn't let nobody else sit in. But anyway, she was like, you know, I'm in my chair. Tawny going to cook. Come on over. We're watching Lifetime. I'm thinking to myself, where do I want to go to another chick house to just sit there and do nothing? I can do nothing in my own house. But one time I tried it. And just doing nothing was so much fun. I came back and came back and came back. And our friendship grew over those days of doing nothing. You know, Stacy, you and I sat just recently just catching up. You know, it wasn't that we had to go out and spend money. It was just, hey, you know, oh, girl, I forgot to tell you about this. But I learned that from Tawny, from being around Tawny and Tasha. I've never done that before. So, again, thank you for, you know, helping me experience the joy of doing nothing with the most important people in your life. (laughs) All right. You're so very welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to, uh, Tony, ask that you continue to listen in. It looks like we have one other caller looking to come in. Let's see. All right, I'm going to put you back on hold. Tony, I'm so happy you called. All right, ladies. I'm going to hang on. Put you back on me. (laughs) Thank you. All right. Right. Okay, did I mute the right person? Okay, let me make sure we're good. All right, so there's one more call. It looks like, um, oh, that looks like Zach has, probably has something else to say. All right, Zach, well, hold on for us, okay? <sighs> this has been a great show. Stacy. did I mute the wrong person? Hello, Stacy, are you there? I think I did. Bear with me, y'all. Wait a minute. All right, Stacy. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, I'm not meant to do control and everything at one time. This is a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm, uh, my apologies for that. Um, this has been a great girl. Yeah, I know. This has been a great show. What you think? I think it's been a very good show, and I must admit, it's more than I expected. I was, I didn't know what I expected. I knew I was going to have fun, but um, mm-hmm. this it was. I got some information. I got other people's point of view who really opened my eyes to see stuff in a different way or to open my eyes to even embrace something in a different form because maybe I've never even had it given to me like that. So it mm-hmm. it was very it was it was very educational and I I I'm glad I did it and I'm glad you even offered me the opportunity and I appreciate it. Oh, it was my pleasure. I do have another question for you, if you don't mind, though. Absolutely. So, I have a 12-year-old daughter. You have an 8-year-old daughter. Um, We'll probably Mm -hmm. bring Zerka back in, who has a 5-year-old daughter. Um, What are we teaching our daughters about selecting friends and or being a good friend? Like, do you ever have conversations? I know I had those conversations with Kendall being Mm -hmm. a preteen now, definitely, but I've had them earlier on. Well, what, her, uh, what are you teaching your daughter? Yes, I most certainly am. Bryce is in the second grade now. Um, so actually, we are conversating right now in this time 
um, because she is now starting to have friends at school. So she has one friend, um, and I'm not going to say her name, but she has one friend who she says, Mom, this is my best friend. I want. She got her something for Christmas. Um, Valentine's coming up. And so I asked her, I said, well, Gracie, what actually makes her your best friend? Shockingly, my eight-year-old told me, you know what, Mommy? When I'm having a bad day or when things aren't really going the way I think they should go and she sees that I'm kind of in a funk, she always comes and she says, Bracey, what's wrong? Do you want to talk about it? Is everything okay? <laughs> Is there anything that I can help you with? She said, mm. and that means not to me. She says, so on the days that, you know, everything is fine, you know, everybody is your friend. But the days when everything is not fine, then those people that care enough about you to ask you, are you okay, and is there anything that they can help you with, those are your best friends. I said, what? Oh, yeah, I wasn't ready. talking to you is actually sticking. So I mm. teach my child to Embrace your embrace people. You know, be friendly to everyone. You never know what people are going through. Always be kind. Always be nice. Always be considerate. Because sometimes it's not always what you do or say. Sometimes it could just be a smile that you give someone that brightens their whole day. Mm-hmm. All right. We have have a lot of conversation about what friends are because I need her to grow up and understand everybody is not your friend. Everybody is not going to be your friend. And even the people who say they are your friend are still going to talk about you behind your back. So you need to differentiate one from another at this point in life so that you know going forward what to look for, what signs to look for, and what to be aware of and what to steer clear from. Mm Mm-hmm. Great. I'm going to, um, looks like Zarka has something else to say about this topic, then we're going to take a commercial, um, got to pay some bills, a commercial break. And when we come back, Stacey, I'm going to share with the world that defining moment of our friendship (laughs) way back in 1993, 94, somewhere around there, and what you did that have me 25 years or so later, whatever the math is on that, still saying thank you. So let me bring Zerka in so she can chime in on that same question. Zerka, the question was, what are we teaching our daughters about selecting friends and or being a good friend? Um, you know, well, one, I didn't realize I was still waiting, but I'm glad that um, you said my daughter is five. <laughs> Um, And she has this one particular friend in class, you know, which just has snow. And during the snow break, they talked on, you know, Google Hangout every day, all day. And (laughs) um, whenever they were talking, at some point, they would end up arguing. And at first, you know, the little girl's mom and, and I weren't in the room with them, but we could hear them have disagreements. And at first, we weren't stepping in. And then when we would, when it would go too far, we were like, what are you guys arguing about? And it would be because one said something that the other one didn't necessarily agree with, and they didn't know how to deal with the fact that they didn't agree. 
So, you know, we mm-hmm. have to explain to them that sometimes, no matter how close you are with a person, you're not going to agree on everything. But it is your responsibility as each other's friends to listen and try to understand what the other is saying. Because sometimes you might be saying the same thing, but in two totally different ways. And so what we're trying mm-hmm. to teach them is, one, it's okay to speak up when you don't understand and when mm-hmm. you feel someone isn't listening, but it's mm-hmm. also okay to respect each other's thoughts. And I think that that's um, something important with uh, friendships as you've grown. That's awesome, All right. Thank you so much, Zach. Well, I'm going to put you back on mute, and I understand you ain't um, on hold to get picked back up anymore this time. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right. Well, before we go to this commercial break, let me just say I know I'm a handful to deal with. I can be uh, quite complicated. There's some days that I want to talk, 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 talk. There's other days that I'm like, if you say anything to me right now, just leave me be. You know, so I also think a friend has to learn your rhythm. You know, you you mm-hmm. have to, first of all, you have mm-hmm. to take ownership of your rhythm, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. and you got to be mindful if you're a moody person to, to check yourself when you need to be checked. Mm-hmm. But that friend has to understand that there are going to be some times where, you know what, mm, I just need to be by myself, you know. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I know there's been times with us, Stacey, where I would just kind of disappear. And, you know, it was not mm-hmm. out of... It was mm-hmm. not because I was mad. It was not because I was frustrated. I could have mm-hmm. been busy or whatever it is. I, I withdrew and I disappeared. And I would get those calls like, okay, Angie B, I called you yesterday and I was nice. I'm calling you today. And if you don't call me back, I will put the APP out on you. Like, it was those type of calls. <laughs> Let me call her back. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it was like I done gave you a mm-hmm. chance to get yourself together. Now, what's going on? Mm-hmm. And I will call me like, Stacy. look, this is what's going on. I'm just here and blah, blah, blah. You'd be like, okay, well, now that I know you're okay, you go on, and if you need me, I'm here. That is what friends do. You know, friends, there's a dance that we dance that nobody else can dance with. You know, it's it's Mm -hmm. that simple. Mm -hmm. It's one Mm -hmm. of those things where, hey, you know my rhythm, I know your rhythm, and we make it work. So I'm going to go ahead, Mm -hmm. and we're going to pay these bills, and then we're going to come back. And I'm going to share the defining moment of our friendship, of what made me say, you know what, I so appreciate this girl right here. And what has me now still at age 40. (laughs) 39, you're pushing it. What am I? What am I, 39? Yeah, I'm not 39 yet, 38. But what has me... Oh, you're talking about your age that you don't know. Okay. Yes. (laughs) At this late age, or later age, I should say, years later, Mm -hmm still have me, when I think of this story, when I think of this situation, I pray that my daughter has someone like you in her life. I pray that, you know, you know, she meets someone that has her back like you had mine early on and that the friendship continue years later just like ours has. So hold on, we're going to do this commercial, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to lay it all out on the table and then after that, you know, it's a wrap. I mean, this has been a great show, so let's pay some bills, and I'll be right back. I know, right? All right, let's get this commercial in. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we heal the mind, body, and soul. Join us every Monday for Totally Whole with Dr. Rosemary Cook and Pastor Bridget. 
as they discuss issues related to spirituality and mental health with emphasis on wholeness of mind, body, and spirit. Get your money right Tuesdays on Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show is the tool you need to develop a healthy relationship with your money and financial legacy. Every Thursday is a treat as we mix it up. On the first Thursday of the month, it's Total Empowerment with Angela Hart, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out. The second Thursday of the month is Relationship Talk on One Love, One Connection, One Up with Reverends Arlene Cahet and Harvey L. Bailey as they give you practical advice for creating a spiritual union to have the relationship you want. Call in with your relationship questions. Calling all brothers on the third Thursday of the month, it's the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam. It's a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. When there is a fourth Thursday in the month, we have the Healing Paradigm with Reverend Arlene Cahet. Healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. Every Friday, let's talk love, sex, and nutrition with sexual wellness coach Bondria Walters and sex enthusiast Lakia Lana. The hottest sexual health and wellness and nutrition show around. This is for the grown and sexy. Listen at your own risk. If you don't know, now you know. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. It's the best in entertainment, education, and talk radio. All right, all right, all right. Okay, a sex enthusiast. That's, um, okay. (laughs) See, there you go. I always mm-hmm. feel like after that commercial, I'm supposed to slow down and like right. calm down a little bit because I'd be on 10 and he'd be so calm and smooth with it. But you know that ain't me, so let me just bring it back up to no. see where I'm at, all right? <laughs> but, okay, so that defining moment when I knew that Stacy was a true friend. All right. Let me it's an ironic story now that I'm a hairstylist, however. Wow, so I never junior been here. <laughs> junior year, yeah, this is probably the first time that I think I'm publicly telling this story, but that's okay because this story will help someone else. And nevertheless, this story has helped me over many years. Um so junior year at City College, right? And for all y'all classmates listening, y'all know y'all was wrong, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. We, were kids. Mm-hmm. we were kids. So my hair was severely damaged because, as I've said plenty of times, I'm a hairstylist now because I had messed up my hair enough times to really learn how to do it right because it was, it was sad. I, I did enough of that. Um, so my hair was severely damaged. So I went to this, the establishment is still there, you know, it was, establishment on Town Road. I won't give specifics. Um, still there. My sister was a regular. This was her salon, so she was a regular there. So I was like, well, I'm going to go get your hair checked out for you. I went there, and the <laughs> the stylist at that time, which is actually a family friend, 
she went hard, y'all. She was just like, oh, your hair damaged. You need to get it all cut off. It wasn't no camouflage, and it wasn't like, well, let's, you know, cut it and do an updo. No. She gave me the Tony Braxton cut before Tony Braxton was winning. So it was, and like, Stacey, am I exaggerating? And if no. I call out some of our classmates, they will say, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had the Tony Braxton cut before Tony Braxton had had it. So it was not accepted yet. It was where I had the really small pencil curls. Where I didn't even know at the time they made uh, dab on curling irons that small. Mm-hmm. Where my hair was so short you can roll it up with rice mm-hmm. in the top. Okay, <laughs> in the top. But then I guess trying to do me a favor, she left the back. <laughs> so, so just pitching us. Pitching this big face, y'all know I, I have a full face. You know, I, I, I love my face, but I got I got some cheeks and stuff, right? I got a black nose and some cheeks and a nice bottom lip. I, you know, hey, pitching this full yellow head with these small pencil curls sitting on the top, not even going over her forehead, like sitting on the top of the hairline, and then hair coming down the back like a shag, right? Like a shag. <laughs> Well, before I left out of there, I knew it looked a mess, but I thought maybe it was me and I was just hurt that my hair got cut. It was a professional job. It was just before its time, okay? And so <laughs> that that happened. I went to school, and when I tell y'all, y'all know what? I just had the same experience in Mumbai. People pointed at my hair. But anyway, it was the whole Mumbai India situation. People pointed at my hair in school, but <laughs> In the eleventh grade, you're not. I'm not as strong as I, you know, I, I wasn't as strong as I am now. So yeah, I went to India and I was just like, it's my hair, whatever. But mm, walking down the hallways of Baltimore City College and having classmates of every class, whether it was upper classmates, you know, the seniors, whether it was the freshmen, everybody was just disrespectful pointing and laughing and just like, you know, oh, my goodness, what, she ain't got no hair. Don't look at her. Do that, you know, and, and, oh, Lord, the ones that was in the class was just as harsh, you know. And like I said, I understand we've grown now, but y'all know y'all wasn't right. Okay, anyway, Stacy wasn't even there that day, okay. However. Now, wait a minute. Don't be getting me in trouble because um, my mother listened. I was there that day. Oh, okay. Well, Stacey was there that day. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I wasn't there that day. I wasn't there. <laughs> hey, okay, whatever. Whatever it was, I didn't see Stacey that day. I ain't doing this, Paula. I ain't doing it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see Stacey that day. Let's say it back. <laughs> I didn't see her, right? However, word got to her about my cut. I mean, it was to the point where people had to leave school and make some phone calls. Joe, did you see Angela Bear's hair today? Oh, my goodness. I didn't know. I was so, it was like I was in this box of not knowing who to trust. I was so hurt because, you know, high school is cliquish. So I had a clique of friends. However, I was under the impression that everyone was against me. I decided that I wasn't speaking to none of them anymore. The little heifers on hurt my feelings. <laughs> it broke my heart. They're supposed to be my friends. I'm all alone. I can't wait for my hair to grow back and this and that. She could have put a weave in it. Like, I'm going through all these emotions. And just mind you, as a 14-year-old, whatever age it was, I guess by then it was like 16 or so, it was detrimental, you know. And I, I laugh and I joke about it now, but it was detrimental because it it was – 
it was crushing. It was just a crushing experience, you know, that I had, I couldn't wear a hat in school. That was against the school policy. I couldn't not go to school till my hair grow back. My mama wasn't having that. So I had no choice but to walk through the halls in pain, walk through the halls being ridiculed. Um, and so when Stacy, when I saw her the next day, it was on the toilet, I'm not sure. When I saw her the next day, <laughs> I had an attitude because she had to be one of the many who was just, you know, talking mm-hmm. about me behind my back, supposed to be my friend, supposed to be my girl. So she, Remember, we you know, used to can't. share locker and you took all the stuff out. <laughs> we used to share a locker and I evicted her from my locker because it was like she got to go and I, that toughness might have hey that's probably where the toughness came from Tony I see you still listening in that's probably where it came from because at that point nobody was going to hurt me if I'm going to be hurt and alone I'm going to hold my head up and do it so yeah I evict her from my locker y'all whatever <laughs> so, I was mad I was, I was hurt and I didn't know who to trust well I decided I was no longer talking to Stacy, and Stacy Cornick at that time. She was like, "Well, wait a minute," and I might need to let you tell this part of the story. But she said, "Well, wait a minute, you got it wrong." She said, "I wasn't the one talking about you. So and so called me, and they told me the situation." And I said, "Oh no, I didn't see her because I felt bad about it." And it was such a tone of. Don't get it twisted. I got your back even when others don't. And she mm-hmm. put me in my place just as nice as can be. But it, no, it wasn't nice. She put me in my place. She put I'm saying it wasn't place. nice. It wasn't. And it was almost like, you know, you walking around thinking so-and-so your friend, and I'm really the one that's here for you. So as if that wasn't enough, because she had to check me to say, you know what, it was translation, I love you. So get yourself together. Mm -hmm. I'm here for you. Mm -hmm. She said, now you Mm -hmm. come over my house this afternoon after school so I can help you with your hair. And Stacy proceeded to do my hair probably for like months later. Like Mm -hmm. until Mm -hmm. it grew back. We were putting, she put nice little tracks in it. She just, she showed me the level of friendship that I had never experienced at that time. It was like, not only am I going to let you know who I am to you and how much I love and care about you. But I'm also going to do my best to fix the situation. Yeah, you look a hot mess, but I think I can help. Translation. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) so I I don't know if you understand from the depth of the friendship and the bond we had, but for me that was the defining moment because I had never had anyone to check me the way that you did, mm-hmm. but to not only check me, but to say, now you come over to my house every week, and we're going to work this out. She was finger-waving and scrunching. And like, I used to leave that house looking fly. She didn't ask for anything. <laughs> she didn't say, well, you pay for your products, and I'll pay for this. She didn't. It was nothing. It was just sit down, let me fix it, and then I'll sit you under the dryer. You know, and then go about your business, and we were done. And that, at that early age in my junior year, touched me to the point where I could never, you know, question her friendship again. It was just like, even when I thought, like the truck, even when I thought, girl, what in the world? It was like, wait a minute, this is Stacy. This is Mm -hmm. Stacy. 
I know Stacy always has my back. I know Stacy always has my best interests at heart. Even when she gives me, and I said it before, even when she gives me that medicine that I don't like the taste of, it may not be good to swallow, but it's healing. And so, you know, it, that was back in 93 that I knew this chick right here, she a keeper. You don't meet too many people like this that's going to be a ride or die for real and not only do what they can do to fix the situation, but hang in there until the situation is fixed. I'm telling you, she ain't leave my side till I was able to get a ponytail again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that haircut was bad. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> Why did she ask me, though, Stacey? <laughs> Why did she do that to me? Why did she cut my hair like that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, Ooh, I, think, I don't know. I think as a beautician, maybe she was like, I can't wait to try this new hairstyle on somebody, and maybe you was just the person that she wanted to try it on. I don't know, but that wasn't mm. that was the wrong idea. <laughs> that was the wrong idea. But you know what? Yeah. Everything always works for our good, even their yep. haircuts, because the friendship Absolutely. that developed after that. So Absolutely. that is the that is the story that I thought would never part my lips again. I think I told Kendall about it. We were talking about bullying and stuff. You know, it wasn't bullying to the point where somebody was hitting me. It was just I was just being ridiculed, ridiculed on a daily basis. That was the longest growth cycle in the world of hair. Um, <laughs> but, but it created a friendship that, you know, we're on yeah, it's unbreakable. I've I've been in the, you know, delivery room for your babies. We done went through divorce yes. together. You know, my divorce, we're not talking about nothing else. <laughs> you know, but we done went through I so say. much together. <laughs> I'm picking, girl, I'm picking with Uncle BB, that's all. Um, I know. And, you know, we done went through death of friends together, you know, so we done been through a lot. And so, you know, reflecting on this topic, the power of sisterhood, I would not have a better host than you by my side. You know, that's not to slight anyone or take anything away because I I am blessed to have a, a good quality selection of friends. Um, mm-hmm. But Stacy, you my ride or die, boo. You my ride or die. And I love you to death. I love you to life. <laughs> Sounds good. And since uh, laid back, chilly, willy ain't one press one. I love you too, mama. <laughs> I love you too, Cookie. Uh, all right. Well, that's our show. It's a wrap. I thank you all for just allowing us to just have this love fest today. Sometimes it's good. It's, they always say you give your flowers while you're living. And, you know, who wants to stand up there and say it when you can't hear? You know what I'm saying, Stace? For my flowers, baby girl, you are <laughs> the best, and I appreciate everything you do. All right, y'all. Well, y'all stay tuned. Total Empowerment Blog Talk Radio, doing big things with Simple Wellness Hair and Day Spa. Uh, we got a hot topic already in the works for next month. And, you know, life is good. You've been listening to Total Empowerment Talk Radio, where beauty is enhanced both inside and out. I am Angela Hardy saying love yourself, let go, and let God, and please stay out of your own way. Life is good, y'all. Take care and have fun creating the life that you deserve. Thank you guys for having me. Good night. I got a new walk and a new point of
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.